happy day once again we are back in the Pauling public radio studios this is the dizzy parker show and i am the dizzy parker and you are the listener so welcome last week we were off the radio but if i still did a couple of shows i actually did a bonus show last week which you can find on my facebook on youtube on uh and uh, itunes obviously where itunes podcasts are placed but here we are back live on pauling public radio and i'm so happy to be back i love this studio it's fun so this week's episode is brought to you by Rainbow Vacuum Cleaners because they pick up all of the other nonsense in your house when other vacuum cleaners fail to do so. And this week's episode is on failure. That is the theme this week. We're going to be talking about all kinds of failure through life, how our failures help to shape us and uh, little failures, big failures, and if you saw the promotion on Facebook, there was one big failure of, woo baby, of the week, and my microphone just fell right off. So we are going to transition right here to this microphone. Check it out. <laughs> That's super cool. It's almost in stereo. But we are going to talk a little bit about failure, but I would like to thank everybody that came to my show last week, which was absolutely not a failure. I'm breaking the theme for one moment. Uh, we we were all at at Vineyard Community Church in Hopewell Junction, and I that was a really fun show, but really interesting. Uh, different demographic, to say the least. Everybody in the crowd was, they were kind of a church-going crowd, except for the, the few people that came to support me specifically, because they had already seen me before. Most of them were new people, and they were very polite. They sat there very quietly and just watched and hung on to my every word. Was, that was cool. And then they applauded. little golf clap. Kind of distracting how silent it was while I was playing. Normally, I'm used to commotion and blah, 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 blah. But alas... I can even tie that in, by the way, because through that distraction, I, I failed at a few notes on the guitar, and it was very evident, but I learned from it because I saw them, and I knew what I needed to focus on the next time I performed. That was really cool. So, on the topic of failure, uh, as you, as a listener, have known, I listen to Gary Vaynerchuk a lot because the man speaks wisdom. Sometimes in a vulgar way, but all the time in a very intelligent way. He likes to talk about how he loves to fail. Back in 2006, at the beginning of YouTube, he, he started to become one of the first YouTube stars and sensations. But he decided that it would be a good idea to completely leave YouTube for this other format called Viddler. And they offered him stock options and all of that. And where are we watching our videos on the internet right now? Probably not on Viddler. That was a failure for him. And he loved it because he learned from it. He wanted to see what was working what, and versus what different didn't work. And he also had a chance to invest in Uber twice. Now, Uber is taking over the world and let's see, I didn't get the numbers on Uber, but worth billions of dollars. And in, I forget what year he, he had the opportunity for Uber, but he, he thought it was nothing. 
and now Uber, tons of money. So he learned from that as well because he failed at that investment opportunity. But now Gary Vaynerchuk is worth uh, around $50 million as of 2013. He commented on that recently, and he's probably close to $100 million now in 2017. So much for a failure, right? And I'm going to take this into a more personal level. Uh, I've learned from failures, too. It's kind of a funny little story. I remember back in the second grade, we were learning our multiplication tables. This is this has nothing to do with money. Everything to do with failing. And so there was it was kind of like a spelling bee for multiplication tables, and the whole class would line up, and each each one of us seven year olds would 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 have a specific thing that came up and blah 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 blah. I just I don't remember everybody else. I remember what happened to me. Seven times six. Never forget this. I got it wrong in front of the whole class. And the way the teacher reinforced, shout out Miss Jernigan. If she ever listens to this, that would be the coolest thing ever. But the thing the thing that happened was if you missed your your multiplication table number deal, you had to go sit down and write it X number of times. Well, I will never, because of this event, forget 7 times 6 equals 42. I see the number 42 every day. It's so weird. But because I failed at something, I learned from it. Very, very small thing, but very, very... uh, I'm losing my words, but important nonetheless. And we are going to talk about another failure from this week in our social media spotlight. All right, so if you saw the Facebook promotion and the Instagram promotion for this week's show, I'm talking about the story that's on everybody's mind, Kathy Griffin. Uh, Now, if you are younger than me, you probably have no idea who Kathy Griffin is. You're like, who is this red-haired lady with the face, and why did she cut off the president's head? Why is it a big deal? Isn't it just some kind of uh, social commentary, blah, 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 blah. Well, I'll tell you a little bit about Kathy Griffin. She was on some TV shows back when I was really young, and uh, she's done comedy specials throughout the country and over the past few decades. I forget how many, what, 25, 26, 27 years that she's, that she's been working as a comedian. And she's based her comedy on a lot of... Uh, shock value and vulgar comedy and terrible jokes about body parts and so forth. I saw I saw some interviews after this in doing my research because I think we all want to know what in the world were you thinking, woman? But she was she was talking about how she goes through the country with her bag of <clears throat> jokes and and she wants to empower women and Know that you can go there and you can be anything that you want to be, despite who says what about you and what their perception of you is. You have the power to do whatever. And you know, with that idea, I love that idea because I'm all about that. I'm all about living the dreams and going and accomplishing things. So that is my, that's going to be my positive statement towards Miss Kathy Griffin. 
And now I'm going to go into the failing part, because if you don't know the story, you've been living under a rock or just thankfully have avoided the stupid news on TV these days. She did a photo shoot with one of her photographer friends. She said she does it every every few years. She'll she'll get together with this friend and they'll do some kind of ridiculous shoot. Uh, the one before this a few years ago, she was 54 years old and moderately shaped and cellulite and all that and she was in a bikini and she was poking fun at herself, which you know, I can I can get behind that just like Amy Schumer did this week or sometime recently, whatever. But this time she did something. She was like, hmm, let's give them something to talk about. Stir up a little controversy. That's what she said in the interview anyway. And at the end of this longer day-long photo shoot, she decided to let's give them something to talk about. And what's the obvious joke in the world right now? Donald Trump. Regardless of my political leanings, I, well, I think all politics are just politics. That's what they are. Uh, regardless of the way that I view politics, she she cut the head off of a mannequin doll and put a mask on it and covered it in fake blood and she held it up to the camera like so on the video on Facebook Live. And obviously that's going to stir up some controversy because it looks exactly like a terrorist video. And we've seen a lot more of those than we should have these days. Somebody's bloody head is held up to a camera for real. And this lady said, I just want to make a political statement. I don't know what your statement was. And there are consequences to that. Whatever you tried to do there, Kathy, you failed at it. But there's something to be learned. And that something is, yes, we do have freedom of speech. I don't know if that falls under it because it could be deemed as a threat. And now she looks, now she's acting like the victim because, because the Secret Service is investigating her. As they should if someone holds up the pretend severed head of a president. I don't care what president it is. You should probably be looked into just in case, if you know what I mean. She's not the victim. And there's no reason for, I mean, she can be sad, sure. She's lost a lot of jobs and a lot of bookings, and who knows what this will do to her career. But perhaps she can learn from this failure, too. This is a really big failure. It's not the same as my 7 times 6 failure, but hopefully she learns that there are consequences to her actions, and maybe she'll do a little bit of cleaning up and try a different method to empower women and empower people and maybe she'll actually be inspirational to a lot more people after this. You know, she's 56. She's still got life to live. Maybe, just maybe, she'll find out what is and isn't funny. And now, we're going to go on a little break. Have the song break of the week. And we're going to talk about saying goodbye to your failures and your old self with my song from the, from the City in the Clouds EP, Saying Goodbye. We'll be right back.
and I live with regret I hang my head in shame My mind is still left reeling Am I the one to And that was Saying Goodbye by Dizzy Parker from the City in the Clouds EP. Available on iTunes, Spotify, Amazon, and as we have just learned, Deezer Radio in Europe. But, you know, once again, we're talking about failures and learning from them. And, you know, I, I like to try to create a positive spin. And that's why this next section of the show is called The Positive Spin. All right, so enough with the politics and the and the serious comedian stuff. I'm going to I'm going to go into real life here, folks. And thank you so much if you're watching on Facebook Live. Thank you for sharing the video. That is super and I I'm so glad that you could join me right now. So, I am a personal trainer as well as a motivational speaker and a musician. All that stuff, it kind of fits together uh, in what I like to call the mind-body-soul connection because we are made up of all of those elements. And I was just asked before the show what, what exactly this show is about. And it's kind of like a funnel for all of those things that I do. I try to put it in a, in a nice, tight, tight uh, gift-wrapped package and you can only get so much in a half hour. That's why I have all these other avenues because this funnels it. And on the opposite end of that, they spread out kind of, kind of like a prism too. But we're going to dig a little bit into my personal training life this time. Yesterday, I was, I was training a uh, 19-year-old guy. He's, he's got aspirations just to be, he, he wants to be in good shape. He's not trying to be a bodybuilder. He wants to be wants to be as strong as he can and look as good as he can for the ladies. And he's he's trying to he up his major powerlifting moves like the bench press and the deadlift. Not so much of a squat guy. <laughs> but we were working on the deadlift yesterday and he said, "You know what? I want to try to go for 300 pound deadlift." Now, he's been progressing. He's been progressing really well. And I actually have video footage of this, by the way. And I gave him the steps to try to get to that 300-pound deadlift yesterday. Again, he's 19. That's a respectable weight to lift, I must say. 
And we we took the steps. We started with the lighter weight. We put the plate on, warmed the body up, put another plate on, uh, did a few solid reps, at, and then had some rest. And then we loaded the 300 pounds on the bar. He sh- put those wrist strap thingies on that we use. That's technical term, folks. Technical gym term. Wrist strap thingy. He strapped it up. I made sure he went through a checklist through his whole body, tighten this, put this in the right place, make sure this is straight, lift from here, push the ground down, as I like to say. And as he started to lift the weight, everything started to shake. And his veins started popping out in his forehead. And he didn't quite make it. And then we tried it again. He, he wasn't ready yet. Let's just put it that way. He failed at that lift. But there was a thing that we could learn. There were many things we could learn from that lift, actually. Saw what parts of his body were not were not moving correctly. We saw areas that could be addressed for the future. And what I did for him as his personal trainer was to map out a plan to get him to that goal. Now that we've now that we have decided that we're not ready to to accomplish that mission of a 300-pound deadlift, I said, here's how we're going to break it down. So over the next few weeks, I'm going to have you lift this much weight this many times and then progress you from doing doing the deadlift at a higher position to all the way on the floor with the lower weight, this many reps, this many sets. And weeks after that, I'm going to load this same amount of weight back onto the bar, 300 pounds, have you strap it up, put your body in line, and we're going to lift that weight. And it's not going to be any problem whatsoever. But we have to address these small issues first. That is how we learn from our failures. That's one tiny, tiny example. But I think that you can paint a big picture with things that go on in the human body. That's one of the reasons I am a personal trainer, because you can, you can visually see your shortcomings and your strong points, where you have been, where you want to be, and how what you do affects who you are. And I think that is one of the coolest things in the world, that you can, you can paint that picture and walk around as a billboard for your success or failure. That's, that's really, really deep when you think about it. And I've used that with a lot of clients. They'll talk about things that have nothing to do with fitness. And we'll go, well, think about this thing that you did. You didn't think you could do blah. And we, we took the steps. We spent some time. And now you're doing it with no problem. Am I right? And they'll go, wow, I never thought of it that way. Of course you didn't. That's why I'm here, folks. But I am your personal trainer for your body and your mind. That's why you're listening to this show, and I sure appreciate it. So we're going to move on to our best for last segment right here, and let's just hit a musical transition for once. I don't care what song it is, just for fun. Just because I didn't have a, have a cool segue, I like the music. That's fun. But we are talking best for last, and it's kind of kind of a way to wrap up this week's show. 
This theme thing, I think, is starting to work out a lot more. I'm giving a long, consistent message. And this week, just like last week, I'm going to wrap it up with a Bible verse because that's who I am. That's part of the spirit of the mind, body, and soul right there. But we are going to talk about Proverbs 26.11. It's a very short verse. It says, As a dog returns to his vomit, the fool returns to his folly. Now, uh, for all of you modern English speakers, a folly is a failure, the thing that makes you foolish. And you would have to be foolish to keep doing the same thing that you failed at over and over and over, expecting it to change. I believe that's what we say is the definition of insanity. And I would like to encourage everybody that that you might have failed at something. And doing the same things that got you to that failure point is it it's not the way to go about it. That's why we experience the failures, reverse engineer, and learn from them. Why did you fail? And what can you change to make success? That's right. I got that out of a Bible verse. Because the Bible doesn't talk too much on that. But I thought this was a really, really good way to tie this in. The The Bible isn't about me and you. That's that's the beautiful part about it. It has nothing to do with us. That's why I have these million-dollar bills that you can see on camera. And I can just tell you about them right here on the audio. And go to go to my Facebook page if you want to check that out. Another thing that you can see on my Facebook page is the show that I'm going to be playing tomorrow, Sunday, June 4th. I am actually doing, and I talked about this last week off the radio on the podcast, I'm going to be playing a gay pride festival. Now, Mr. Christian Boy, why are you playing a gay pride festival? And The reason I'm doing that is that I would like to... I'd like to be that that olive branch that reaches out because I think that a lot of the quote unquote gay community has experienced experienced alienation from people that call themselves Christians and I think it's time to repair those bonds. Now yes, I completely 100% believe in the Bible and certain things are sinful and I've done way more of them than you have, I guarantee you. But God is a forgiving God. He's a loving God. And I want to be that example. I want to be the one that reaches out and says, hey, the Christians still love you. And I'm going to entertain these people tomorrow. These people that are at Hasbrook Park in New Paltz, by the way, if you plan on checking it out, that's where it's going to be. I'm going to be performing at one o'clock. So I hope to see everybody there. Once again, I've been Dizzy Parker. Thank you so much to WPWL Pauling Public Radio for allowing me to commandeer your airwaves once again. I missed you last week, guys. And thank you to my super-duper producer, Zach. Check me out Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, and Snapchat at the Dizzy Parker. And I hope to see you at the next show. Have a wonderful day.